Welcome to The Third Space. I'm Kevin Weir. And I'm Jeremy Verkley. And I got you a spicy chicken sandwich. Oh. Oh, I I completely blanked. I didn't get you anything today. Well, now we can't do the podcast, Kevin. Can I still have the sandwich? Fuck you. Kevin. Yes, Jeremy. I got a message okay. from one of our listeners again. <laughs> uh, can we not talk about sex again? <laughs> no, it's not not about that. It has nothing to do with our podcast. <laughs> except for the fact that I mentioned stuff that happens in my life. Okay. From our podcast. Okay. Yeah. The, the, this is our uh, now two time in a row messages from listeners. <laughs> messages from listeners. Yeah, Jory sent me a message. Jory's never talked to me before. <laughs> All right. Jory, Jory said, hey, haven't heard about your whole moving saga for a while. Why is that? <laughs> I didn't realize that was an ongoing story if you wanted to hear about it. We would have talked about it if we... <laughs> let, let me tell you why I stopped talking about it, Jory. It's depressing. <laughs> yeah. I have a place to move. Yep. But I have to rent out my apartment. Mm-hmm. And that's a Cause, mess. Because you still have that. Because I still have that. Yeah. And I can't afford to just have it empty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta do, you, it's got to be making money for you. Until not, you can, not even money. I just want to break even, man. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I haven't. That's why I haven't done it, Jory. Once you get someone into that apartment, like, how do you sell it? God, they can never leave. Okay, so essentially, what you have is you have someone who lives in your apartment now. Yeah, and well, not yet. Well, uh, hopefully, eventually. <laughs> yeah, lives in your apartment. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> if they leave, you're like, oh, you're leaving? Okay, now I try to sell it. Yeah, exactly. Until then, it's just breaking even for you. Yeah. Maybe, make a, maybe it'll make a little bit of money. Maybe. Maybe. In the distant future. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a nice apartment. It, it is a nice apartment. It just has its balcony done. Yeah. It has lots of visitor parking. It has an underground parking space. If you live in Calgary and would like to rent my apartment and you don't have five other adults you want to live with because it's a <laughs> two-bedroom apartment... Then uh, I guess message me. I don't know. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is a nice bar. It does have a weird amount of visitor parking. It does. Yeah. It does. There's a lot of it's place lot. for friends to come in. Yeah, lots, lots of place. Yeah. And it has a car wash in its garage because... Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like like just a, a place with a hose or a... Yeah, it's got like a hose and like some buckets and stuff. Okay, so really what you're saying is there's a hose and some buckets in the garage. That people use to wash their cars. Oh yeah, that's fair. There's a stall for it. Okay, so this is a specific hose and bucket stall. Yeah, hose and bucket stall yeah. for which, everyone's use. Yeah, which would be you know super enjoyable because of the fact that I'm pretty sure it's inside. It is inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't. But it's good for the winter. It is good for the winter. Yeah. yeah, you can clean your car in the winter. You can save so much money on car washes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just spray your car with the hose. You'll be fine. I mean, if you just want to get the like dirt off, yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not? So, anyways, Jory, that's why I don't talk about it because it's depressing and I hate it. But you have, but you have a place. I do have a place. Yeah, I just have to wait till the end of the month to move into it. Oh, that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So soon I will have a home. <laughs> my Sega of my apartment is unfortunately not over. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that you found a place. 
You're living. You're living real close. We're living a lot closer now. Yeah. yeah. Well, we will be. Yeah. I mean, we will be. Yeah. yeah. We will be living a lot closer. Right now, now I still live in the ether. Mm. <laughs> Floating. I only. Out in space. I only materialize when we do the podcast. <laughs> For I have no home to materialize in otherwise. <laughs> As you all know, I am a being jokes. of strange energy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh man. How you doing, Kevin? Any messages from listeners? I got no messages from listeners, but I did get a message from Mother Nature that she hates me. <laughs> Welcome to the day with a face full of allergies. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to summer. <laughs> <laughs> My mom, I'm very allergic to lilacs. My, oh man, but the lilac fest was so recent. Yeah, I'm allergic to their festivals too. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, I was making my breakfast this morning my mom yeah. comes by and she goes aren't lilacs beautiful and i go yeah i guess they're all right <laughs> like i know you're allergic to them but surely you can appreciate the splendor they provide and i went yeah if i'm inside and far away i can say oh this is a nice purple color it's usually just green but now it's purple that's nice well i mean that's sort of the the same thing with any sort of bad weather or terrible situation like yeah. Stuff is cool when you don't have to deal with it. Like like a lightning strike. <laughs> yeah. Man, watching lightning hit the ground, that's cool. That Getting hit cool. by lightning, that, that sucks. sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anything, any- this week's episode of The Space is brought to you by lightning strikes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stay away. Mother's Nature way, way of saying, don't go here. Yeah. I saw a video actually online, and this lightning strike lasts 20 seconds. Oh, was it the one where it's like sort of like crackling across the sky? Yeah, like crackles across the sky and then like shoots down into the ground and it's bright for like 10 seconds and yeah. it goes up and i was just like oh shit yeah like don't come here that that is the reason why people thought that like lightning was created by gods yeah i mean yeah until like electricity was even found it's the only form of that that exists yeah you can't create that in any way. Yeah. And then we did, and we took the lightning from Zeus. That's right. Yeah. Specifically from him. The other gods still have theirs. No, they still got theirs. But, but we uh, took it from Zeus because he keeps fucking everything. Well, because Tesla was pissed at Because it's a different episode, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Jeez. <laughs> that, was, that was weirdly confrontational. We're talk all about all the sex today. Okay. With our super sexy topic. Hit me with it, Kevin. <laughs> Well, Jeremy, how sexy do you find wizards? Mm, Depending on the wizard, they could be very sexy. Well, you should be depending on the wizard, because this one is about Harry Potter, and a lot of them are underage. No no sexiness there. Nope. Uh, So, what we're doing here... Okay, everybody, we just got to banish all sexy thoughts from our minds. I'm going to help you out here. Just imagine Dolores Umbridge. Uh, not, not the actress who played her, the character. Okay, Picture you, the ephemeral character. Okay, but you you realize that there's that there are people out there who's like, yes, dominate me, pink mother. <laughs> like <laughs> that's why I said not from the movie, the character from the book. <laughs> I, I I sure okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, saying never underestimate what people are. Uh, I mean, yeah, get people get on. horny at everything. Uh, no, well, we're what, doing... what about Harry Potter, Kevin? I'm sure people get horny at Harry Potter. No, no, no. What, what? are we talking about from Harry Potter? Mm, okay. <laughs> uh, the So we've talked about Harry Potter in a few occurrences. That was yeah. a long time ago. I think it's been a long time since we've done any sort of Harry Potter stuff. I think the last one we did was the portraits. 
Um, oh, we did a revisit. Yeah, we yeah. did sort of a revisit. Well, first on the we did portraits. what would happen if Harry Potter had science. Basically, that was like the second episode. Yeah, and then yeah. we did the portraits one. Yeah, and now we're doing this one, which is <laughs> I'm trying to get there. Forgive me for wanting to have some sort of a lead up. I'm not just going to say it. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, definitely don't. Just <laughs> we never just say things on this podcast. We don't. <laughs> And if you're still listening now, welcome to the secret podcast within the original podcast. From here on out, we'll be speaking in code. <laughs> Activate the sleeper agents. Uh, <laughs> no. In Harry Potter, there's one thing that we haven't really talked about that's a pretty big part of Harry Potter. Okay. And that what is, is, what is it? Is it goblins? Uh, <laughs> we're talking about goblins again. You is know, it dragons? Labyrinth. No, it's not dragons. Hippogriff. Yes, we're Giants? talking specifically about one hippogriff. <laughs> what if there was one hippogriff? His name was Buckbeak. House house elves. Is that what it's about? Oh, I mean, here's the here's the, just very quickly about house elves. I have had someone ask me if we're going to do house elves, and I don't want to do that because that's mostly just slavery. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I don't want that to be our topic. What if slaves? Hmm? No, that's a real thing that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It happens. We make fun of pretty much everything, but yeah, slavery was pretty terrible. <laughs> no, the house elves thing is, we're not doing house elves. Is it ghosts? Uh, no, we, we are not doing ghosts. I'm... Is it the sorting hat? Oh my god, Actually, we've no, done we did the sorting hat. Yeah, we did yeah. the sorting hat. You're right. No, it's... I don't know what it could possibly be, Kevin. Those are all major parts of the franchise. Alright, fine. Well, fuck it. It's Patronuses. <laughs> All right, yeah, there, I just said it. Is, is that a good lead-up? No. <laughs> I was doing it for you. <laughs> what you did there is just, like, doing that thing where, like, kids are, like, getting ready to run. They're all like, all right, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Then you just trip over your shoelaces and fall down. Yeah. That's what you gave me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Is, so it, we're doing per- is, it, is it Demeter's? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Demeter, the Greek god. Uh, no, we're talking about Patronuses, the Patroni. Oh, okay. or- the Patron. Patronus. Patron. Patronusy. Now we're talking about Patron. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Well, Patron. No, I don't sometimes. understand how this has anything to do with <laughs> Harry Potter, but. Well, then wizards get drunk. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And they rap. Yeah, then they're just casting out spells. Which way in that? Yeah. 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 Yeah, drunk wizards. They have some pretty sweet drugs, I'm pretty sure. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, we're doing Patronuses. And okay. They, and here's the thing about Patronuses, Jeremy. Tell me about them, Kevin. Well, there are two specific kinds of Patronuses. There is the kind that's in the Harry Potter universe, and there's the kind that we talk about, where we use them as kind of like astrological science. Yeah. Except for yours, is very specific to you. Yeah. And did you ever do the um, Pottermore, like, Patronus? No, not really. Was, no. No, not really. No. No. But you, you were right about it in the, the, the thing at, like, university when everyone was real into Harry Potter because the movies were just coming out. Yeah, but and I they never, had grown up I, with I them. Never, so. like, I never, like, got into the movies. I read the books, but when the movies came out, I was like, yeah, I'm over this. Ah, uh, well, aren't you cool? <laughs> I'm happy people enjoyed them. And it just wasn't for me. <laughs> well, I'm not... I'm also not super into Harry Potter, so this is gonna be... Once again, every time we do a Harry Potter episode, yeah. something that will make someone angry somewhere. Don't worry, J.K. Rowling's already ruined the canon. We can't make it any worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, creator. Yeah. 
<laughs> just keep on going in there and saying things are different than as you write wrote them. That never goes it's bad. It's not even that. It's just like this was never specified, so I will say yes. <laughs> okay, sure, cool. Uh, <laughs> okay, Kevin. In case somebody is not Harry Potter savvy, what is a Patronus? A Pat- other than <laughs> did you know when I read the books the first time I read like the description of not the like complete Patronus, but yeah. like the failed Patronus attempt. Yeah. I was like, is she describing semen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everybody go back to the third book. Everybody tweet JK Rowling. Were you describing semen? <laughs> go back to the third book and, and, and look at that description of the first failed Patronus. And do not tell me that that is not a description <laughs> of semen. <laughs> Expecto Patronum. Spunk. Is that how it's supposed to look? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I guess technically... It's your supposed pat- to look like an animal. Your, you're not supposed to behave like one, your, Harry. Your Patronus is sperm? Uh, technically uh, an organism. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is going to get awkward for you. <laughs> look, you're a young growing boy. It happens. Uh, don't worry. Just go through some, some sort of trauma and it will change. Uh, <laughs> Okay, Kevin, what is a Patronus? A Patronus is uh, a defensive charm okay. uh, that is sort of based off of, like, happy memories and hope and that. And when you cast the spell, it's primarily used to, um, like, ward off Dementors. Dem- De- Dementors. There's an N in there. Sure. Yeah. 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 There's an N in there. Uh, it's either Dementors or Hordes of Greek Goddesses. Yes. Uh, but it's this sort of like silverly white, like animal that yeah. appears. Yeah. Uh, to help us figure out exactly what it is, we did look up the Pottermore explanation on Patronuses, and it says some weird stuff in there that we'll get into. Okay. Uh, but basically, what you need to know is that it is a spell, it's a it's, defensive ward. Defensive ward. It is uh, uh, historically difficult. Is one of the things. I suppose to be like it's a very hard thing to do. Yeah. Uh, if you're a bad person, you can't fucking do it. No, that's not right. Actually, and <laughs> oh, there okay. it says that even though people believe that bad people can't do it, and there's like this one dude who I guess tried to do it and they got eaten by maggots. Did he summon maggots that ate him? <laughs> I have to assume it was not just an unrelated event. <laughs> unrelated maggot they're just like, well, there was once a dark wizard who tried to summon Patronus. He failed. Later, he was eaten by maggots. <laughs> Why are you bringing this up right now? <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Steve. If I was ever a history teacher, I would always introduce people and then immediately explain how they died. Be like, so Abraham Lincoln was a president. He was shot in the head in a theater. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? What else Here, did he do? Here's my favorite thing, Kevin. I was playing the game Monikers, and Abraham Lincoln was one of the cards. Yeah. And somebody said for the like, he was the president of the United States. Also, a vampire killed him. And I was like, yes, that is the correct way that he died, 100%. Jeremy. What? I was there. I know, but the listeners don't know that. I was the one who gave you the Abraham Lincoln yeah. hint. Yeah. The other person said the vampire yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I was that that's a good that's a good joke. But what a weird way to say that. Yeah. To me. Oh, I'm not saying it to you. I'm saying it to our listeners, Kevin. I know, but we're talking to each other. I always give a This story. is a podcast. <laughs> what? We're across the room talking to each other. What? <laughs> Oh, no. So, a couple things about the Patronus. 
One, generally the caster has no control over the form it takes. Nope, nope. It could even surprise them. Or they could have no idea what it is. Yeah, it could even be an extinct animal. Yes, yeah, you could have a dinosaur. That does not mean that it's any more powerful or anything like that. No, it just, just does mean you have a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second, it has the form and substance of whatever animal shape it takes. Yeah, I, I'm not quite... I'm trying to... What does that mean? That means, Kevin, that if your Patronus is a fluffy bunny, yeah. when you pick it up, you're going to feel fluffy bunny. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, what's inside that fluffy bunny? Uh, semen, I guess. <laughs> it's, 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 just, it's just a meat sack full of semen no it's that silvery, they're all male that silvery smoke junk but it feel it will feel like the animal okay it will have the mass of such an animal okay i mean by those logics it means that like you can ride one right yeah fuck yeah yeah fuck yeah yeah <laughs> you, can, you can ride your semen kevin oh, no no <laughs> I cast my Patronus and uh, and Popeye came out. <laughs> He's not an animal. That's weird. Ah, but he is. <laughs> Get him some spinach, and he's an animal. Uh, and I did ride on his back like a piggyback. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I played some chicken. So yeah, from that one line in the Pottermore description, this is they have formed this It means that you could just like be like, all right, call up this stag. And ride around if, on it. If you're lucky enough to have a stag. That's true. I think, I don't know, like, I did mine back when I was in university because it was the sort of thing where people were just sitting around doing their, like, Pottermore stuff. And I like to be part of the group. Um, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm susceptible we, to peer pressure. Yeah. Uh, people in university. People like Kevin, who just want to be part of the group. People like Jeremy, who sit in the back of the club room, slowly moving plastic chips up and down to create white noise for an hour straight, and then stop to see what will happen. Okay. The answer is, people get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was also the one, the only person there who cleaned the recycling. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And one person tried to start a slow clap, and no one joined in, and I'm like, I'm just going to leave with this recycling. Yeah. I kept all that money, because they said, did. yeah. I know you did. Yeah, so I, yeah, I was just tired of that grossness. Anyway, uh, that's us talking about our drama club room. <laughs> what you come to this podcast for? Uh, but I think I was some sort of like small bird. Yeah, like it was it, a sparrow. No, I think it was a nightingale. I'm pretty sure it was a swallow, a robin. Um, but it was like a very a specific kind. It was like kingfisher. It was like a white tail. Uh, no, it, it wasn't a swallow. It was it was some something where I, I had to look up what Ray that J. bird was because Red J. No, st- please shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this politely. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, no, it was some sort of some sort of bird, some sort of small bird. I can't ride with that. No, you can't. No, can hit people with it though. I guess that's okay. Form and substance, even though yeah, they're supposed to be like, oh, it's a defensive charm to ward off Dementors. If you got if you got struck in the face with a small bird. It'd be irritating. <laughs> it would suck. It would suck. 
Because I think we should mention you could about punch this. it probably. Yeah, you could smack it, but I mean that bird. Yeah. Is, but then you're gonna feel a bird. Yeah, you're gonna feel a bird. You're gonna, you're gonna feel that poor bird and, full of semen. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say if you punch it too hard, then you got semen on your fist. Oh, no, uh, <laughs> uh, man, what a hard turn we had from the last episode. Um, <laughs> you you had to know this was coming. No, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? How? How? When, when I picked up this car that I write the topic on and I wrote down Patronus. Yeah. No, what 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 I thought would have happened there was not, let's talk about what semen is things inside the things is semen. I mean, I wasn't aiming specifically for semen, but I was trying to bring our ratio of sex jokes back up to where we it needs to be. We don't have to hit that ratio. <laughs> We don't have, like, a quota we have to fill. Oh, I should throw away this chart. Please stop bringing out the chart. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a chart you made. Yeah. You put it on very fancy header, but... Yeah, it says third space official header. (laughs) Then there's a chart here. We've got check marks. There's sex jokes. Last episode references. Yeah. See if I can break Kevin. Yeah. See if I can make Kevin upset. Mm. See if I get confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that chart. <laughs> okay, so in this world, the people have the ability to cast a Patronus. Have we explained what a Patronus is yet? Yes. <laughs> Man, this episode is weird. <laughs> so we've explained what a Patronus is. Yeah, it's, it's a defensive, a defensive ward that takes the form and substance of a random animal. Yeah, what, one that sort of that feels... Like it is, it is your thing. You have a connection to it. Yeah, and it's it's regularly you don't the the thing that I read said that it is very weird and distressing to have someone be like my favorite animal's a catch ah capitronus like that tells you that that person is like you should be careful the, the exact wording <laughs> is you should be careful with them <laughs> they're. Which, which seems weird, really judgy. I think that that though is an interpretation in universe for Harry Potter. Yeah, we don't have to take that. Well, no, I understand, but I like them being like because the idea is supposed to be a subject, like a not subject, subconscious thing. They're like, oh, yeah. I don't really, no, like understand this. Like, well, I have some sort of connection to this animal, but apparently, if you live your life out loud. Yeah, that feels like wizards are are just like no, you can't live your life out loud. That, that seems like a lot of British like people being like, I can't show my true feelings. <laughs> but do you know what? But do you know what can this koi fish? <laughs> <laughs> Watch it swim through the air like some sort of strange alien. <laughs> oh, it's slapping me. <laughs> yes, feel the fish. Uh, but we don't have access to any other spells in no. Harry Potter. Well, and not only that, there's no other magical effects in the world. No, we have one. Well, that's it. Which is a Patronus. Which is a Patronus. One thing I will say that makes me most excited about this, Kevin, yeah, is that I could finally have a pet that I wasn't allergic to. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what it would be. No, I don't. No, man, I wish we did the, uh, the Patronus quiz with you. I could have a pet that I wasn't allergic to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't uh, know what it would be. Yeah, exactly. We'll find out in the break what it would be. <laughs> um, but, uh... So there's no there's no other magic. No. There's no other de- uh, Dementors. No so other I think what we have to say is, what can a Patronus actually do in the real world? I do think it can stave off feelings of despair 
or depression. It's probably because just, it's made of happiness and hope. It's always that, like, when you see it, you get this, like, oh, cool. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Warm and fuzzy. Um, also, they say, one like, man, it's just a throwaway line. There's a lot of throwaway lines in this. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and one of the early ones in the Pottermore thing is like, also can be used as messengers between uh, wizards. I'm like, okay, so you can just, like cast a spectral bird in front of someone and be like, ah, Kevin's trying to get hold of me. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. You could send your Patronus to get somebody. <laughs> <laughs> what? Timmy fell in the well? Let's go, Patronus lassie. Woof, woof. <laughs> woof, woof. 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 <laughs> um, I mean... As we learned, there is form substance, so you can use them to ru- you can use them as the you can animal. Use as the animal, yeah. And I don't think though that they're because they fend they like fend off magical effects. Yeah. So if you have a Patronus that is a tiny bird in this world, it's yeah. not really going to be able to protect you. It'll provide some comfort because it's a Patronus. Well, I mean, you, you mean physically protect me? Yeah. Yeah. No the the way that they they say in there that's just because you're animals like a dinosaur big it's not nothing special or like a phoenix or a dragon no like, but it's well not, it couldn't be a phoenix or dragon in no our it can world. It, in our world it can't yes yeah it's true it has to be a, it could be extinct that'd be weird if you like cast a spell that all of a sudden like a, a unicorn there and you're like oh they <gasps> did exist unicorns were real <laughs> <laughs> uh we fucked up guys they were real oh man <laughs> Oh, uh, what if you get one of those like creepy segmented like in like the one that like the like the Kabuto thing from a uh, Pokemon's based on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever they're called. Trilobite. A trilobite. Let me just get a giant trilobite. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be dope. I'd be into that. Uh, <laughs> couldn't do a whole lot, so just grab it and throw it at people. The, thing, the important thing is form and substance. So if your Patronus is a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. I do like when they're in there, they're like, oh, well, that doesn't mean it's any more powerful. It it, it does mean yes, it's more it powerful. It's 100% more powerful. Yeah, sure. The, the tiny bird and the and the big dinosaur can do the same amount of pushing away of de, of Dementors. But once you get outside of the magical world, yeah. you just have a T-Rex you could summon on command. Exactly. <laughs> in this world, if you have a bigger Patronus, yeah. you basically have a bigger missile you can fire at people. <laughs> Right, if I Kevin, if Small I, one's a little bit more sneaky, if I though. throw a mouse at you, yeah, it hurts a little bit when it hits you. If I throw a bird at you, maybe if the beak hits you, I draw some blood. <laughs> if I throw a cat at you, that hurts more. So it's interesting that the animals do move on their own. Oh yeah, but like you see the static. I was trying walking. to create a static case. <laughs> Kevin. You just throw out lots of things to people. Yeah, that's true. I will say though that you hit someone with enough birds. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the bird is technically self-throwing as well. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I mean, the thing thing is, like, with anything like that, the bird will stay on him. Yeah. And what's it going to do? What's it going to do? It's not a real bird. Yeah. You can't punch it. We've been over with that message. I like when you read read this Pottermore and stuff. It's so clearly, like, wizard world specific. Yeah. Of them just being like, it's not, it's all the... Just because bear doesn't mean it's useful, Mike. You never mauled someone with your Patronus tiger. Yeah. You said form and substance. <laughs> yeah. You gave us two words that tells <laughs> me that this is a world of opportunities here. You just, basically, everybody has one animal that they can summon. <laughs> 
And that animal can change if there's like a big emotional event in your life. Yeah. <laughs> but you get one animal that you can summon whenever you want to once you've succeeded in doing it. Yeah, like like the, the the as you're growing up, like time like things change. Maybe you're maybe you were not maybe you're not as subconsciously into cats as you were when you're young. Maybe you found the love of your life and they really like parrots. So now you have a parrot as well. You have a parrot and you um, really wish that you still had I don't know, a rhinoceros. Just, so we're going to be going to This would be such a good one, Kevin. That'd be real good. Yeah. <laughs> Any charging-based animal. Well, Hi- you... Hippopotamus would also be pretty... No, hippopotamus wouldn't be great. Rhino's good because, one, you can ride it everywhere. You can ride a hippo. Yeah, but hippos are slow, Kevin. No, they're real fast. They? No, they're faster than humans. <laughs> okay. They can swim faster than humans, and they can run faster than humans. And they can sit on humans to kill them. Yeah, that's why they're so good at triathlons. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Can't ride bikes though. Can't ride bikes. It's hard. That's hard. They really fail at that. They got big butts. Yeah, (laughs) they cannot lie about that. No. No. Uh, So before before we do go to uh, commercial, I do want to take over here and talk about some specific examples from the Harry Potter universe that they put out. Let's do things. One, um, Remus Lupin has a Remus 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 that werewolf guy. That werewolf guy. (laughs) He has a Patronus and is a wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Which seems like an fu from the universe, yeah. Because he doesn't like being a werewolf. He does not. <laughs> it's like like ah, now you can't. Was your happiness your happiest uh, like memory? Probably before I was a werewolf. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh uh, come on, come on, <laughs> fucking wolf. Seriously. And then um, I say Ninfadora Tonks. Yeah. Uh, which actually I think is a pretty great name. It is a pretty yeah. Good name. Like there's some silly names in Harry Potter. Uh, Nymphadora Tonks is banging. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's a great name. Uh, But uh, hers becomes a wolf or something. Yeah, after Uh, Remus dies or some shit. It very clearly says in the Harry Potter thing, like, and after uh, Remus Lupin dies, Nymphadora Tonks' Patronus becomes a wolf, not a werewolf. I'm like, well, it's because a werewolf isn't an animal. It's a person. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why did you have to clarify that? Yeah. Thank You've you. set out the rules of the Patronus, and that falls within the rules. No, no we got it. Yeah. Were- that, would, that, would be, that would be rough if you could summon a werewolf. Kevin, take this down. An open letter to the editorial staff of Pottermore. Nah, of course. You mean just <laughs> J.K. Rowling? <laughs> uh, that was the whole joke. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, there's definitely more to talk about with this world. Definitely. But let's head off to commercial. This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by a petting zoo at a children's birthday party. Oh, man, those are like real animals here. This is a bad idea. Yeah, there's a pony, four-year-old's trying to climb it, pulling its hair. That six-year-old's trying to stick his hand in that pig's mouth. That pig's going to bite off a finger. Oh, that goat is about to bite that mom's butt. She's probably got Cheerios and a baggie in there. Hold on, that is a full-size horse. Who brought a full-size horse? What is going... There's there's an actual tiger here. A Siberian tiger. It's just running around the corn maze. Why? I think we're at the wrong party. This is way too expensive for us. Is that a brontosaurus? That doesn't even exist anymore. Okay, we're we're in the wrong petting zoo. We're going to back up. All right, all you all enjoy your party. Sorry for the interruption. So we just headed off onto uh, Pottermore to uh, get our Patronuses, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Based off of whatever 
uh, logistics they use on there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a quiz. Here's the thing that well, we discovered, though. Jeremy had done this before. <laughs> I have no memory of doing it. Jeremy has blocked this out. <laughs> Presumably to seem cool and counterculture. <laughs> no, not even. I have no memory of it. <laughs> I wish I could say I had a strategy to be cool, but I've never had that in my entire life. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So we we did the Pottermore stuff. Um, turns out mine is not a small bird. It's a marsh harrier, which is a bird of prey. Bird of prey. It's a medium sized raptor. So. Yeah. Harrier, I guess Harrier Jet. It's a Harrier. And they always name those after, like, Birds, Birds of, of Prey. prey. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and Jeremy, yours was a... Wild Boar. Which which they are <laughs> they are aggressive animals. <laughs> they are aggressive animals. And we actually know about wild boars. Like, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. They're yeah. territorial. They're angry. <laughs> they stink. I've played video games. I know when I'm just like, oh, shit, a boar's coming at me. <laughs> run. Run. Run for the boar. Uh... Also, apparently you're Ravenclaw and I'm Slytherin. I don't know what those are supposed to mean. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, for the people out there who are uh, potheads, that's what they call them, right? Yeah, potheads. Potheads. If you're a pothead <laughs> um, and you're wondering, what houses are the hosts of this podcast from? Well, Jeremy's a Ravenclaw and I'm a Slytherin. <laughs> and yeah. I wonder if that's a surprise to people. Probably not. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, basically, that just means that you're ambitious and I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it doesn't mean that I thought it means I'm evil. No, you're ambitious. Mm. Mm. That that sounds like a retcon <laughs> for the evil house. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh, all right, so <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do with that. Now we know what our Pachonuses are. Great. Uh you could ride on a wild boar. No, I'm too big. <laughs> a smaller person could ride on a wild boar. You could have a wild boar for your child. I could I could hook up a sled to the back of the wild boar and ride on that. <laughs> Make one of the ones where you so you're like it's like you're standing on it, so you're always in like a classical Greek pose as you're being pulled by this wild boar. <laughs> I don't boar. have good enough balance for that shit, Kevin. Well, you better learn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, continuing on with Patronuses. So, Patronuses are, in the Harry Potter world, extremely difficult. Yeah. Very hard. Because <laughs> memories of happiness and hope are so rare <laughs> in the Harry Potter world. Well, it's probably just the practice of it. And I, here, but here's what I feel like might be different about this world. And that specific, that specific thing is that we only have one spell. And, Jeremy, if you, had, if you knew that there was one spell you could cast... Yeah. You would try a lot Look, harder. If at you it. had one shot, one opportunity, <laughs> mom spaghetti all over the place. Yeah, obviously, if you can summon an animal, <laughs> and you know that it's possible, you know that it's possible. You're you would, gonna work hard. You're at gonna it. work a lot. Like I feel like part of the thing with the Harry Potter world is they're like, oh, I can't do a Patronus. I mean, that's fine. Here's my actual I, biggest I, problem with the Harry Potter world, Kevin. I'm okay. glad you brought this up. Okay, absolutely. And the fact is, is that these spells are fucking easy to learn. <laughs> okay. Like, most of them. Yeah. Most say a them, word, do a motion. Yeah, say a word, do a motion. And these kids can't fucking do shit. And not only can the kids not fucking do shit, Kevin, there are adults that, like, go over and they're like, oh, I can't do that spell. <laughs> well, I think those wizards 
are the fucking laziest, most incompetent magic people in fiction. The 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 magic system in Harry Potter is not great because there's no real the limits to it are based on how lazy the person is which is not a great or just how inexplicably dumb they are yeah yeah because it's been a while since i've read the books but there's no indication that when you're casting those spells you have to like keep a certain state of mind or like do anything like that it's just like do the motion flick the wrist yeah cool Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Do you have Carpal Tunnel? You have a general excuse to actually not being able to cast these spells very well. Which I guess makes sense why the why Expected Patronum is the hardest one. Because you actually have to think of something <laughs> yeah, while you're yeah, doing you it. You actually have to be right. actively engaged with your spell casting. <laughs> All right. I want you to hold this happy memory in your mind. I'm thinking of pizza. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> like an actual happy memory. I'm just going to ima- remember that time I was punching that person I don't like. Okay, no, see, that is har- that is harmful. You want to think of a pure happy memory. I slept this morning. Oh, God. Okay, wizard. <laughs> Let's figure this shit out. I give up. I give up, wizard. <laughs> just, just, go, just go back to just saying words and thrusting forward. And then at a certain point, J.K. Rowling was like, nah, they don't even have to say it. Yeah. <laughs> they just have to think about it real good. Yeah. <laughs> I say it in my head. That counts. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> Man. Yeah, because that's sort of, I, I only ever watched the first uh, Fantastic Beast, but no one's saying magic spells in that one. They're just nope. doing stuff. Yeah. They're just thinking about it. Yeah. And making it happen. Uh, <laughs> I think we were just, yeah, okay. We need to get back on Patronuses, though. We do. <laughs> Can't keep thinking about the grand world of Harry Potter. So, you have to say the word. <laughs> you have to say the word. Expecto Patronus. Yeah. Um, expect this Patronus. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Yo, expect my Patronus. <laughs> That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> hey, Patronus is not an easy word to rhyme it's to. Because it's not a real word. It's not a real word. Yeah. I think that the onus. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So it's difficult for wizards <laughs> because they're lazy is our discovery. Yep. Okay. Uh, but I if, know it's difficult for wizards because magic is bullshit. Well, I've, well <laughs> I'm going back to the idea that it's the sort of thing being like, oh, I can't do it with respect to Patronus, but you know what? I can do all these other ones. Yeah. So... Yeah. I was like, like, I was like, oh, there's these three. We're just talking about Harry Potter now. There's these three like forbidden spells. You can never do them, but you do just have to say these words. Yeah, everybody knows how to do them. You just don't. Do I think. Them. I think though. I do think the the killing um at Avacadavra. Um, I think that one you have to really want to kill the person, yeah. which is one of the easier things to think. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you so much. I just really want you dead. <laughs> I, I'm I'm assuming you have to have some sort of want to do the thing you want to do. Eh. Eh. <laughs> never, maybe not. Like, aside from, like, specific instances of spells, there's ne- intent is never discussed. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> um, but, but in our world, you have one spell. You can do it. If you yeah. don't do it well, it does come out of sperm. <laughs> and that's embarrassing. Yeah, that's embarrassing. That brings shame upon your family. Yeah. <laughs> well, mostly shame upon you. Well, 
I don't know. It depends on your family if they care about that or not. <laughs> all her son can do is make his sperm Patronus. Oh, listen here. It's all right, Jimmy. When I was your age, I had a hard time making it uh, create form and substance, too. So you're just going to take your time and search yourself for a happy memory. Maybe sing yourself a happy song. <laughs> and you'll, you'll get there just like your pappy. By the way, my Patronus is a bumblebee. <laughs> I am a bee wizard. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Also, I'm the Lord of Minnesota. Uh, yeah, I was wondering when you were gonna gonna mention to the to the voice you chose there. Yeah. <laughs> the Lord of Minnesota. Lord of Minnesota. Well, okay, that, that might might be worthwhile. That may be a good bridge into how this world will be because you have certain people who can just summon, like, big elephants yep. to just crush landscapes. Some people can summon woolly mammoths, Kevin. Like, like, we're going to see something where the, like, the monarchy is not really a monarchy. It's based on... It's like, it's like a system of who's Patronus yeah, is... Yeah, if, if you're talking about a meritocracy in this world... Yeah. Any meritocracy that forms, basically the person with the biggest, strongest Patronus is at the top. Yeah, which is not always the person who's the biggest, the strongest, but if no. they can form yeah. a rhino at will... Yeah, if they if their Patronus is a plesiosaur... Yeah. They, like, that'll fuck shit up. Yeah, like... And if... Here's the thing, if if it does change depending on like big moments, yeah. Uh then potentially if how to describe this potentially if someone does fall in love with someone who has like a rhino, yeah. then presumably that family could have a rhino line. It's true. Well, also, doesn't Harry and his dad both have a white stag? I think so. They're all white. They're though. all yeah, they're all white. So a stag. No, it's a white stag, Kevin. Mm, okay. Uh <laughs> So it can also be, you know, transmitted down the line. So you you would still see a, a potentially a familial. Yeah, I mean, passage. especially there are some times where you meet kids and then you meet their parents and you're like, oh, you're just a miniature version of your parents. Oh man, you both have cats. Yeah. Just so, <laughs> my Patronus is forty cats. The, Wait, what? One, no, what? One, one cat. cat. No, forty. I didn't know cats had a hive mind, Expecto, but this proves it. Expecto Patronus. <laughs> <laughs> wow, those are some heavy cats. No, there's 40 of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so we'd see a, a system like that. Like, like yeah. we'd, we'd still see a very similar like, monarchy-type system, but based on, you know, whoever the leader was was the one who had the best Patronus, I assume. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, is that really it's... A subconscious thing, but it can be extinct or whatever animal. So you know how many kids are going to have dinosaurs as their Patronuses, well, Kevin? No, it, kids fucking love dinosaurs. But I don't, I don't think necessarily. Like, God, reading the the Patronus thing, it's not even just like, like, like here's like if a kid gets a dinosaur, yeah, this is the coolest kid. Well, that also, as according to that thing, you better watch out for that kid. That kid lives his life out loud. Except that's just the perspective of the Harry Potter universe. <laughs> well, not, no, I'm I'm saying that like we have we were going off the rules of the Harry Potter universe. Yeah, is the idea is that at the that the Patronus is something that's like essential to you, not necessarily the Here, thing you like. Let me take that 
that analysis out of Harry Potter and apply it to our world, Kevin. Okay. Some crank psychologist was like, I think people who have Patronuses that they like are crazy. No, no, no. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm okay. getting at I'm getting at the people who it's not necessarily how to describe it. It's the idea of being that just because you like something a lot does not mean that will be your Patronus. Yeah. If you have like a like a kid who is very very shy, and I don't mean like no, I don't mean outwardly facing. Yeah. I mean the kid internally is shy. Yeah. And uh, you know, doesn't and you know, doesn't talk to people very much and do things like that. But does really like dinosaurs. They probably won't get a T Rex. No. They'll probably get something that is that is more towards their shy side. Yeah. Because that is who they are. Yeah. As the a person. Inside. As a person. Yeah. Um, counter to that, if you get, like, that big... <laughs> I just realized that my wild boar, because I'm a Ravenclaw and I have the wild boar, it basically says that I'm aggressively weird. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we don't know what... Make, I, I think the most common, uh, one, like, uh, Patronus, as they say, are, like, dogs and cats. Like, yeah. essentially, the, the animals that we have taken and domesticated... Mm-hmm. Uh, not mine. Mine's wild, Kevin. <laughs> it specifically does say wild boar. Yeah. Not a tame boar. No, wild. This boar will go out to a party this and just This boar's got ha- a mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> this boar goes clubbing on a Tuesday. It doesn't go clubbing. It goes tuscan. This club... <laughs> This club goes Tuscan on a boar. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> this wild boar is actually a sand raider. <laughs> they walk in single file to hide their numbers. <laughs> uh. Okay, thank you, Al Guinness. <laughs> no problem, Kevin. No, but on the counter side, you'll get the people who are like like uh, big and brash and like they're loud, but then they could potentially have just like you know a little sparrow, yeah, because inside they're soft or a little mouse, a little mouse, a little mouse, a gentle, yeah, gentle like a mouse. Basically, your Patronus is kind of like is this person walking care like walking quietly but really carrying a big stick, or are they brash and actually really insecure? They they do have that thing that they say that you can. You that you can purposefully not bring your patronus into corporeal form. Yeah, yeah. To to hide to either hide your identity, or I maybe in this world because people are going to be judging you based on your patronus. They are because unlike the Harry Potter world, where it's a big like um, oh, it's a difficult thing. So the fact that you can do one at all is impressive. Yeah, this one since everyone can do it. Yeah, it's the shape. People will be judging you on the shape of your Patronus. They one hundred percent will be judging you the shape on your Patronus. So sometimes you might just want to be like, oh, I don't want to show you what it looks like. I got to keep that a secret. And the thing yeah. is, that you don't know. Do they not want to reveal to you that it's a dinosaur? <laughs> Here's the thing, Kevin. Yeah. In the Harry Potter world, yeah, there is a use for a non corporeal. Uh, Patronus. Yeah. In the real world, where there is no other magical phenomena, there is zero use for that. I think it just makes people happy. I guess that's true. <laughs> it's a real weird thing that makes people happy. Yeah. It also is a form of light. Yeah. Like I you, guess that's true. You know, yeah. the hairball, it actually makes light. Yeah. So you could just be like, well, here's my goopy light system. <laughs> uh, Ooh. Isn't it fun, everyone? <laughs> why don't you just make your Patronus appear? It wouldn't fit in here. That's why. <laughs> It's weird. You don't want to see it. <laughs> oh, God. It's just a cat, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Giant squid. Yes. 
<laughs> That's my new favorite of show. <laughs> Giant squid. Giant squid. You summon it and Thump. then it explodes from the pressure differential. <laughs> <laughs> I think unlike every other uh, water-based one, which I assume floats, yeah, the I like squid, the idea the squid, the squid does it. flops around. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know what I think most people's Patronuses would be, other than cats and dogs? Yeah. Hibernating bears. Because <laughs> most people, Kevin, most people are like calm and relaxed yeah they're pretty chill until you poke them enough <laughs> but i think that's that wasn't well, that's a very specific type of person we know what yeah. our patronuses are and i yeah. and maybe if everyone else goes out there you do yours and figure out how you'll attack people with your patronus yeah if you would like to tell us your patronuses message kevin at my <laughs> you're about to say your own <laughs> you're about to say your own twitter account <laughs> message kevin at kman uh <laughs> That's <laughs> not it. Case Straw Man Weir. Nope. Nope. Case Straw Man Weir. Okay, nope. Straw Man K Weir. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I'll allow you to do it on the on the explicit uh, restriction that you also have to tell me how you will use it to attack people. Yeah. Um, I mean, w- you'll also get the idea that these Patronuses can be used as labor. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, I mean, in war or... Is it transferring messages? Like, like the, I mean, your your hair. People with bird patronuses yeah. are basically messengers. Yeah, you send you send yeah. a harrier flying off. In yeah. in wartime, they used to use pigeons. Yep, but now no, now it's your patronus. Now it's your patronus. <laughs> yeah, go tell them to bomb this place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if that's what you want to see, this is why you're a Slytherin, Kevin. What? No, that's what, that's what birds were used for. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Birds were used yeah, to tell sure. Okay, yeah, they gave locations. They had the radio, Kevin. Not in World War One. Birds would be used because the radio could be knocked down. Oh, you're right. And if, and if you're rolling around in a, a tank... A bird could get lost, though. That's why they have very well-made birds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've created this bird from scratch. Dude, you just took that eagle from a nest. Yeah, but they make it want to return home, and the home is where the bombs are. Oh, great. Yeah. No, if you're, like, rolling around in a tank, you don't always have a radio. Sometimes you just got a bird. <laughs> <laughs> just have this image of this guy driving in this freaking hot, sweaty tank. Yeah. And he's got, like, a pigeon on his shoulder shitting on him. <laughs> like, God fucking damn it. Send me with this fucking bird. Tank tank crews had a rough time. They did. Being a tank, tank operator was, one, safer than being a soldier. And two, still kind of shitty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got four people crammed in a tank. Yeah. <laughs> And one bird a bunch of just shitting. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of explosives. Yeah. 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 Got to send that bird out. Got to send that bird out to give him a location. With a bomb. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, people who people who have bigger animals could use them too. Like, we would see, we would see a world that, that would be a lot more... God, how do, how do you even describe it? It's so it's such a weird concept. Essentially, we have everyone has one animal that will just do what they want it to do. Yep. And it takes you a little bit. Like you're going to have classes in high school. Yeah. To try to learn how to you know do it because it's still difficult. Yeah, and they probably will wait till high school because again, a five year old with a Patronus is going to do some pretty irresponsible. Well, also, stuff. a five year old might not have that like a like an might not be able to conjure up the pure happy memory. I mean, a high schooler might not be able to, too. Yeah, but... We're talking about our favorite time to talk about, Kevin, puberty. (laughs) Yeah, but I think part of the the thing about, like... 
here's the thing about high school. High school, I think, like is usually a pretty low time for for some people. But yeah. it but it usually has you, all you need is one bright moment, and there's this there's this whole thing where the deeper the lows. The higher the highs. Well, I was more thinking the deeper the lows, relatively, those highs. <laughs> they're great. They're great. If, like, um, I can't remember what Harry Potter's was. It was when he was riding the broom. I think his was like the broom thing. Yeah. 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 He was like, I fucking love flying. Yeah, it was real cool. Yeah. I liked it. I like flying. That's because he grew up as a shitty childhood. In a closet. Yeah, for all the other kids, they're like, on a broom? What are you? I've been doing that since I was six, yeah. nerd. And he's like, but it's magic. And they're like, yes, everything is magic. We understand, Harry. <laughs> now, I, I do think that, like, part of part of the point is that... So, <laughs> this is a question. In the Harry Potter world, the magic... When they cast the Patronus... Yeah. The, um... The sort of the power of it does kind of come from, like, how happy the memory is, kind of. Yeah. And that that is magic power, but could that also be strength power? Like if you if you don't have such a big, you know, good memory that comes out, you can get kind of like a sickly moose. <laughs> no, just kind of like <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, it's but if somebody has a moose patronus, stay the fuck away from them. <laughs> well, I, I was just thinking that that like if the idea being that you need to put it through a certain amount of like force to get it corporeal, yeah. and the idea being that if you don't do it well. No, maybe, then, then maybe, Kevin. Yeah, you get like a, you get like a you sickly get, moose. No, you get the non-corporeal version of the Patronus. You think that is just a solid line, non-corporeal, corporeal. Yeah. It just hits a hard snap point. 100%. It doesn't slowly, you don't, you don't get a moose that's like half semen. No, you don't. You don't get a moose with no legs. <laughs> <laughs> with the all, You with don't the, get a ghost moose, Kevin. With all the form and substance oh. of the front half of a moose. <laughs> Which means he's really perturbed that his back half is not a moose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it really does seem like this is a world that that survives on the subconscious. Yeah. Like the like the one the people who are strong at their core. Yeah. Like you're you're not going to be getting those uh, those rulers who are like just sort of like cowardly. I gotta but... go golfing again this week because I'm so stressed out. Yeah. No, you're not going to get that. He just comes out it's like a, it's like a tadpole. Look, Sometimes you just have to let the world know on Twitter how you're feeling right now. I will say one of the... Um, <laughs> we're getting very close to like the Gurren Logan thing of the amount of confidence you have in yourself. I mean, I do think self-confidence has to play with it. But it's also like determination of will. Yeah. And, you know, I think also something that they didn't really talk about a lot in Harry Potter, but... Like, if you have a lot of compassion, if you yeah. have a lot of um, empathy, if you have a lot of those things, yeah. you could still get a really strong, powerful animal. Yeah. Right? Um, those are still uh, qualities that if you have if you have a quality in spades, yeah. if you are very much like one way, I think you're more likely to get a, like, bigger Patronus. Well, I, I think sort of the idea is that this the inner strength... Like, essentially the idea of the Patronus is that they are an outward projection of inner strength. Yeah. So if you are, like, you... That, that's why the sort of thing that the people who have been through a whole lot in this world, um, like, the people who have a lot of, like, tragedy in their life probably come out with stronger ones because they are... Yeah. They can be stronger Because they've had to deal with that this, adversity. This world's form of, like, 
the the royal family all being uh what's it anemic because of inbreeding is the idea that all of their patronuses just get weaker and weaker because yep. they're living a soft life they are living a soft life yeah so yeah maybe way back then richard had a lion yeah but but you got like a tabby <laughs> you got a great tabby and it's very lazy <laughs> Yeah. You got Garfield's, which you have. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. You have Garfield. It could have been worse. You could have been your sister and gotten naughty. <laughs> <laughs> Garfield does walk on two two legs. Yeah. It is disturbing to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I wouldn't like being in like Buckingham Palace and like looking uh, and, like looking over and just this cat walks in on its hind legs. You know who would actually have the best patronuses in our modern day world? Who? Comedians. Uh, <laughs> so many comedians go through like horrible, horrible things and then deal with it through comedy, right? I guess, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know what the comedian um, <laughs> Patronus is because we both do comedy and you got a wild boar and I got a marsh harrier. Yeah, so who knows where that lies? <laughs> we, we both got aggressive animals. We did both get. <laughs> <laughs> we did both get aggressive animals. Yeah, one goes. For, oh man, we'd be a great team. You go for the shins, I go for the eyes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I will say like we've been talking about like how is your Patronus going to attack people, but I feel like, you know, Patronuses probably aren't used for a lot of aggressive acts because the act of summoning it calms you down. Yeah, that that's that's kind of the the thing about it, is that when yeah. you when you pull them out, you have to focus on like a good memory. Yeah, so it kind of brings you out of the hole. Yeah, like oh man, I want to hurt this person. Yeah, oh man, uh, but the time I had a pie. <laughs> The first time I had a pie, I was 60 years old. <laughs> I lived a very long and sad life before that moment. Yes, and that's when I knew I could finally summon my Patronus. That's probably the honest reason why in... I mean, yeah, sure, let's give it this. That's probably the reason why in Harry Potter you don't see it attacking people. No. It's because, well, number one, they're mostly used against Dementors, and you have other better ways of attacking people. <laughs> you do. You have one spell that literally just locks up people's legs. Yeah. So, yeah, which, by the way, is one of the deadliest spells you can have. You know how many people die from falling? Well, any of those, like, like, they have the ability to just paralyze someone, and you never really hear if there's a strong counter to it, other than, I think there's just a general counter spell. Yeah. But, I mean, that seems very powerful. To just be, Like, if there's anything we know from, D- from Dungeons & Dragons, hold person is a rough spell. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no limit on that one. They just leave someone in a room, yep. like, paralyzed yep. from the neck down. Yeah. There's like, bye. Three days, they're dead. <laughs> like, I think... And, like, some people might think this is a cop-out. Yeah. But I think, literally, the answer to the question is, what if people could have Patronuses in the real world? I think the answer is, congratulations, you have a magic pet. Yeah, like... (laughs) Everybody has a pet that is a comfort pet, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, they're, they're a big thing in Harry Potter because they destroy or they they push away weird demon jailers we just sort of let go around yeah yeah we made a deal with these horrible creatures to torture our criminals (laughs) and also sometimes they'll just hang around a school just trying to find that criminal exactly we can't control them they'll just do things sometimes by the way have you met my slave he's free (laughs) if i give him a sock but i won't (laughs) this is the way we do things (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one of our char- characters uh, wants all, all house elves be, to be freed, and that's kind of ridiculed by the main character. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's not great. Hey, 
If you like Harry Potter and <laughs> <laughs> this episode, please leave us a rating or review. We really appreciate it. You you just heard how happy we were when we had six ratings. Imagine if you may give us another one. We'll have seven. We'll be even happier. <laughs> we're just happy to have a full rating for the show. That's right. And uh, please, uh, if you don't want to do that, please use word of mouth to tell people about this podcast if you think they'll like it. Or tell us about your Patronus and what uses you have for it. Yeah, make sure you tweet at Kevin at SeanMankWeer. Or I guess you can tweet at me about my depressing house situation. At. <laughs> Mighty Thews. Or you can tweet at both of us at Third Space Cast. You can send us an email. It'll be thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. You can check out our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. And our theme song is Balrog Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on the Third Space when here comes the airplane. No, I, I, am, I am a man. I am a grown man. Stop doing that. But hold on. Is that cream corn? <laughs> Until then. There. You're a cool person who lives in a cool place.